see, that one was more of a Ricola-induced one. I wasn't quite able to Strategic. let it rip the way that yep. I want to. I, I, may have to I may have to just go with the 10 o'clock hour on that one because it, I don't think it's helping me throughout the rest of the show. Just got to be strategic. You know, you're somebody that um, you didn't get a full spring training. You just got the ball. <laughs> you just got the ball, and you're at your 80 pitch count. You're not trying to go throw 110 pitches and get a perfect game. You, this is you're trying to win the whole thing. <laughs> Thank you. That gives me a little bit of a runway to work with. Um, failure if the Clippers lose tonight. They're not, they don't have they don't have Paul George, so he has uh, tested positive for COVID. He's in health and safety protocols. Um, they kind of played half the season without those yeah, two guys. Yeah. They're going to have to play again tonight. They're playing against a Pelicans team that's, like you said, they're better since they got C.J. McCollum. That's that's a fair assessment. But they're still not great. Should they beat that team? So uh, I'll tell you why I think they should beat the sh- – sh- why they should beat the Pelicans, why I still think they probably will. They're accustomed to playing without their stars. So it's not like this is new to them. Um, the problem's going to be – Luke Kennard may not play. I know he's questionable for the game, but if you told me today, if Saturday morning you and I are both sitting there and we're having a text conversation of, damn, Clippers still beat the Pelicans without Paul George and Kawhi, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Right? So it's kind of – it's more of the makeup of who they are this year than when Paul George is in the lineup. So um, in a weird way, I think these guys are accustomed to playing like this. If it was – any other team that's losing two of their stars, you would think these guys have no shot. I don't think that's the case. I, I think Clippers could still win it. All right. So ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 60th anniversary, 60th birthday, however you want to uh, kind of characterize it, Slee. Dodger Stadium is celebrating its 60th year, which is pretty remarkable because I, I, I do, you, do you remember the first baseball game you went to? Do you, do you remember the first time that you went to a major league baseball game? I think I do. You know, growing up in San Diego, and I'm trying to think, you know. The Murph, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, it was Qualcomm Stadium, Jack Murphy. Um, Didn't go to games all the time, but uh, I I do remember. And there is, you know, something about it was different in SD. That that, That was it. That was the stadium. So the Chargers were playing there and the Padres were playing there. This before, obviously, they built Peco. Um, You have memories as a kid that's, what the hell is this thing? How is this thing so big? How cool is the environment? How cool? You're a kid, right? So, and the chance to go, you're going to go get stuff at the concession. You're getting the, the batting helmet, ice cream. You know what? Like, there there's certain things that come with baseball anytime you go to your first sporting event. I'm going to be a dork here for a second because I, I, I remember it really, really well. And I don't know if this is the first time I ever went or not, but it's the first one I really remember going to and at Dodger Stadium and going in there and being a huge Dodger. At this point in time, I was born here in L.A., lived here for like the first, I was like, till I was, I guess, second or third grade. We moved to Phoenix, right? And so I lived in Phoenix when you really start to kind of become a sports fan. Well, Phoenix at the time had no sports other than the Suns, so I was still a Dodger fan. And I was crazy about the Dodgers that were Garvey, Russell, Lopes, and Say, right? Those got uh, Dusty Baker, Reggie Smith, Steve Yeager, all of the Don Sutton and Tommy John and all of these guys. Fernando, you know, a little bit later on after that. And I remember going to a Dodger game and Steve Yeager, who was the, da- the regular Dodger catcher, was not catching that game. And I was so bummed that I was finally at Dodger Stadium 
and Steve Yeager wasn't in the lineup. You know who the catcher was that day? It was, was Mike. It? it was Mike Sosha. And I'm like, who is this guy? What is Mike Sosha? I don't. I'm never, we're never going to hear this guy ever again. I don't want to watch Mike. So how do you even say that guy's name? Skioskia, Skioskia. Like I don't even know what it is. How, how, how old were you? Ten, maybe. Were you, you know, cursing up a storm? <laughs> I don't think so. But I was. I, what the bleep? <laughs> I deeply remember being so bummed that Damn, Steve Yeager wasn't going to play. And every time I've gone back. It brings back such unbelievably warm feelings for me because, A, makes you think like you're 9 or 10 years old again. It makes you think of all those wonderful things. My wife and I, my girlfriend at the time, we used to go to 10, 12, 15 Dodger games a year in high school. It was something that we both really liked to do. You sit there. It's beautiful. And the guys that own that team now, they've done a really good job of making Dodger Stadium an experience like it didn't used to be, where you can walk around. The, the, the outfield area has been right. completely revamped. It's all it's connected. A, mm-hmm. But it still also feels like it did, if, if you're a little bit older than me, like it did in the 60s. It still feels like it did to me when I would go in the 70s and the early 80s. It's got an incredibly warm, nostalgic part. And then you see and hear Vin Scully. You see and hear Jaime Harin, who got to throw out the first pitch last night. Just It's just such a cool place to go in. I know I sound like a huge dork right now, but I love going in there every single time. And it's been and I've been doing it for 40-plus years. I just I can't get enough of it. And it still looks great. By the way, and I think there's – I don't think you sound like a dork. I think there's a lot of Dodger fans that share the same memories, right, whether it's – their first game or they're taking their first kid to a game, whatever it is. I'm sure there's a lot of those who share the memories. I want to give L.A. some credit in this because as much as, hey, there's this hot, new, shiny toy in SoFi Stadium and Which go awesome look too. at <laughs> go look at the bank or LAFC, they, they out of nowhere, awesome. here's, a, here's a new stadium. Um, Bomber's going to build – Eventually, he's going to build his Intuit Dome or whatever that is in Inglewood. There's still so much history to all these places in L.A. The Rose Bowl exists. The Coliseum exists. Dodger Stadium exists. That as quick as we are, and this is just you know part of sports. We'll use the NFL as an example. NFL, um, hey, you go tear down your stadium and go build a new one. We're going to reward you with a Super Bowl. There's... There's an incentive to new stadiums, new arenas, all that stuff, and that's that's how it works. You look at Dodger Stadium, and I don't think anybody wants to see anything change with that stadium. If you can improve it, and there's Just upgrades yeah, exactly that you bring to right. it, do what you do. Polish but, it a little bit, but nobody wants. I, I remember this was I don't I don't, can't remember how many years ago it was, but I went to uh, Yankee Stadium, and it was the final year of Yankee Stadium. And it was, you know, you were walking into. I'm like, damn, I'm walking into something that truly, truly is absolutely historic. Like, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. This is a, it's a, you know, you ever walk into one of those like a home that's a hundred years old? Yeah. And it's a craftsman home, and every step that you take on the wooden floor, you kind of hear something to it. Sure. There's a beauty to that, you know. And then you walk into a brand new home that was just built a year ago, and you're like, hey, no, this is beautiful too. But it's a different type of beauty, and I think Dodger Stadium kind of gives a little bit of everything. The, the coolest thing about Dodger Stadium that I can say is the, there have been – I want it, Dodger Stadium, I know Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, and I think it's Dodger Stadium. I think, though, I think it's the third oldest ballpark in Major League Baseball. You look around at all the things that have been built since then, it still looks better than almost all – look, there, I, forgive me, Dodger fans, for what I'm about to say. Forgive me for this. 
But there are great other ballparks around. Like, for instance, San Francisco's ballpark. I know we hate the Giants. It's terrific. It's just a terrific ballpark. It's one of those things that you'd be – you don't like baseball if you don't want to go to those. Seattle, I think, has a really cool spot. Petco is a really cool spot. There are other cool ballparks, but there aren't too many ballparks that are 60 years old that still feel like it's a destination to go to. Like, I've been to Wrigley Field a bunch of times in my life. It's a dump. It's a historic dump, but it, it is not user-friendly. It is not something that once you're sitting there and you're like, okay, there's the Ivy and there's the manual scoreboard and it's cool and, you know, the light and all of this stuff. Yeah, cool, cool. But to actually move around in there, it's, it's a miserable experience. Dodger Stadium still feels like an incredibly exciting place to be every time you walk into it. So Fenway, you're right. That's the oldest. Then yeah. Wrigley, Dodger Stadium at number three. Yeah, it's uh, 60 years old. Looked pretty good. You see Jaime Harin throw out the first pitch last yeah, night? I did. I did. Awesome. He only's had that job since 1959. No big deal. I mean, that's uh, that's that's something everybody does, right? Just have the, the same job since 1959 until He has not updated his LinkedIn profile since 1959. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what, what would that be? That would be like a resume on a onion skin back in the day. Is that how, is that, how that would have worked? I think so. I'm trying to do some quick math here. So, okay, hold on real quick. We are in the year 2022 minus 1959. He's been there 63 64. 64. 64. Yep. Okay. So, if we started this show in 2020 and we added 64 years to that, you ready to do the show until the year 2084 or 2084? Because that's what he did. I think we should walk into our next contract negotiation. Give me the Jaime Harin. <laughs> say we want a 62-year extension. Yeah, why not? Why not? We uh, Congratulations to him. Uh, just We're so spoiled here. Vince Scully and Jaime Harin, get out of here. All right, we got a new game coming up. Uh, Emily, do me a favor. Hop on. Turn on your mic real quick. Yep. I- explain what we've got coming up. All right, so we're going to play this game called Festival Frenzy. Me and Taylor, as the resident young folks uh, at, on the show, are going to have you guys try to guess like very famous singers <laughs> and see if you guys can uh, figure out these little riddles that we have for you. I okay. don't think that's going to go great. For, I think it's going to uh, go so wonderfully. So is this, is this, just to add a little content, this Coachella-based? These yeah. are all it artists? Is, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, we're doing all Coachella-based singers. So if you're on the way to Coachella now and you're listening to our show, uh, you're in for a treat. But, uh, yeah, they're all Coachella people. I think there's a lot of crossover between the right. Travis Slee show and the uh, Coachella audience. No we're question gonna, about it. We got it covered. Travis Slee It's coming up next, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay, guys, here we go. It's Festival Frenzy. There's a lot of music festivals coming up this summer, and we want to educate you, test your knowledge, and expose you to some new music. So if it's not your jam, you're going to give it an F rating. 
If it's something that you wouldn't mind maybe here in the grocery okay. store, I like that. you can give it a B. So you kind of get the picture there. Okay. So first, let's see if you can identify the headliners of this weekend's Coachella Festival. You'll be working as a team. I'm going to play 10 seconds of three artists, and it's up to you two to identify the musician. And if Emily and I can outfox you on two of these three artists, you owe us a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup or something. I don't know. <laughs> Only egg-shaped. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> egg cups. I got a uh, Mountain Dew in Emily's fridge. Sick. I'm happy to <laughs> to give those up. Al, I, just before we get started, is this the first artist? Because I don't know this artist. <laughs> this is basically on you because I, in, <laughs> unless it's Motley Crue or Metallica or the Foo Fighters, I'm Could probably be. not going to get it. Who knows? All right, hopefully some hip-hop or reggae, but okay. All right, we're going to play you these three artists. You have to figure out which one of these is Billie Eilish. Okay. I'm going to go no on that one, Trav, just FYI. All right. That's number one. Very, very maybe on this one. Okay. Let's hear the third one. Gosh dang it. Okay, Sleep. So... I I re- I my experience with Billie Eilish is as follows. She was a guest host on Saturday Night Live, and I watched thirty seconds of it. Okay, okay, so that's how much I know about her. <laughs> um, that being said, I, I I'm I'm leaning towards one of the three. So so am I because okay. the, the <laughs> very the, <laughs> the very brief time that I did see her, it's kind of she, like her vibe. Yes, yep. that's yep. exactly right. The vibe yep. that I picked up on her Saturday Night Live performance. Reminded me a lot of the vibe in that third song. I have no idea, Gosh, but that's kind of where it. I'm leading. Play number two again. Play number two again. Not good. I was leaning towards two. You you would know better <laughs> than I would. Okay. All right, play three one more time. Yeah, she seems kind of like she's a little sad. Like she's got some but stuff But she's happier than ever. I'm, right, so I, I think we both determined it's either two or three, which does not help us. Probably number two one. Or three. <laughs> so you you decide. This is you you. If we get a tiebreaker, I'll do the next. All right, I'm going to. I'm just going to go with my gut on this one. I'm going to go with two. God, dang it! It was three. Uh, three it. is Billie Eilish. And that she sings happily than ever. The first one was Maggie Rogers, and the second one is Phoebe you, Bridgers. I screwed you. She, she's a very emotional performer. She, she she kind of puts it on her sleeve and has it out there, and I just felt like that was the, the mood was right. I don't know her voice, but the mood was right. Okay, you guys got to get the next two here. So Killing on Friday at Coachella, Harry Styles is going to be playing. This oh, thing. Harry Styles, get the hell out Harry of here. Harry Styles. So let's see if you know him. Here's number one. All right. Number I two? I don't think so. By the way, great. This could be it. Okay, give me the. What were you going to say, Sleep? I don't know. That first song, I was going to say the lyrics were so good. Um, Is this number three right now? This is number three. Trav, you guess on this one because I already forgot. Okay, so again, and Emily, I'm going to ask for a little bit of a hint here. You got to help me. Is Harry Styles a former member of a boy band? Yes, he is. Do you want me to give you the boy band? Uh, One Direction, right? Yes, it was. He was okay. a former lead singer of One Direction. Yes. So I, I, I think Al, I because I have heard some One Direction in my life. That my daughter was a One Direction fan, and I've heard I've heard some of that coming out of the bedroom and in the car. I think it's number two. Can I tell I, you something? I, yeah. Just the mere fact that 
you've become an instant expert on this. Because well, in the first actually, one, you're disappointing me. You were accurate on it. Yeah, Taylor. I trust me. I should not disappoint you. I know nothing about these artists. I well, neither, I'm just going by context clues here. I'm going to say number two. Okay, is that your final answer? Yes. All right, that is not Harry Styles. That is Phineas, was who actually one? is. Was it one? It was one. Gosh, dang it. So we're, we're kind of 2-0 and oh if you look at it, that one of us has gotten each <laughs> yeah. one right. So Phineas is actually the brother of Billie Eilish. And then sure. uh, the third Great one was, question. Or- <laughs> was Orville Peck. Orville. Uh, I know you guys love Orville Peck. Okay, here's- I love his popcorn. <laughs> right. I think if we've learned anything, it's that Travis and Slee don't work together as a team very well. I love his popcorn. <laughs> That's, that's a great answer. <laughs> okay. All right, let's try again. By the way, they picked big artists, and we had no idea what their songs were. These it's are all the like headliners. Were... When do They're the Rolling Stones like come in? Coachella. They did uh, SoFi. Yeah, yeah, see? Okay, so Swedish House Mafia sure. will be playing yeah. instead of Kanye. <laughs> so Kanye, Kanye dropped out on Sunday. So instead, we have Swedish House Mafia, and it's up to you to decide out of these well, things. this is an easy one. Is that yes, what ABBA is going by one. now? Swedish yeah, House yeah, Mafia? Is that they changed their name? <laughs> Those Swedes. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I know the song. I, I just know don't the know song who does too. it. I, I don't think it's them. Okay, that's number one. Number two? Oh, it doesn't want to play for me. Okay, here's number two. Disqualified. Okay, the, as far as the hated grade, you can give this one the F triple minus. <laughs> wait, 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 why? Listen to the lyrics. The lyrics, Ugh. they don't touch your soul. Okay. That 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 little beat right when there when the strobe light hits makes me want to run out of the room. Like if you wanted to make a, a song room. that you know they have that thing like remember when, when the, the Cubans, strobe light hits. Remember what? when the Cubans were doing that thing where they made people sick with that like ultra high sound yeah. that were making people yeah. nauseous and all yep. that. That's what you would use for me. Okay. That makes me nauseous and want to go barf. Gonna keep that. that one as a drop. <laughs> and here's number three when the strobe light hits. Ugh. <laughs> Okay, so between those three, Swedish House Mafia. So, Al, the only song that I'm going to lean towards do, one. Uh, me too. That, I, I'm with you on that, just because I've actually heard that song before. Going with number one? Wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. All right, so it's one or three. <laughs> or two. <laughs> two is making a comeback. You trust your gut. I'm going um, with one. Yeah, let's go with one. Yep, that is uh, Flume. I have seen Flume in concert. They are great. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> number two is Duke Dumont, and number three is Swedish, Swedish House, House, Ma- Mafia. House Mafia. Good job, guys. That yeah. is our uh, that's our uh, uh, festival frenzy. You guys did fantastic. Guys we did. Great, we got two of them right. Al was really good. That I did not know was going to be uh, their coffee. Do you guys know coffee? I she's, take mine with a little half and half. She's really good. Reggae artist performs with a lot of good reggae. Uh, uh, a lot of other good reggae artists. That's the only one I noticed on there that I knew. Something so, for everyone. Here, here's the thing. Every so we had nine artists, right? Yes. I I have heard of Billie Eilish. I I know that she's a person on the earth that is a musician. Mm-hmm. I have heard of Harry Styles. Those other seven, you could have made every last one of those people up, and I wouldn't know the difference. You could have literally pulled that off the internet and have it called anything like instead of Swedish house mafia it could be Bulgarian tow truck repair. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know what these things are. So can you, you play that can you play a good name for a band. <laughs> can you. you play the second one again? The one that Trav didn't like? Ugh. Don't tell <laughs> me what like to that. do. That's a really bad song. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, do you like that song? I don't dislike it. You know, I sort of move like that. But I don't want somebody to tell me what to do. I'll move the way that I want to move. 
Obviously, my 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 style of dancing is entirely is Astro performing. Now we're talking that with Astro's music, I would have gotten on the first drive. All right, yeah, play some of this. I mean, now we're talking. Put you in the mood. Makes you feel pretty good. Bootsy Collins weekend coming up. Little Bootsy Collins. Little George Benson maybe along the way. Just you know, kind of put you in the mood for some things. NBA playoffs start tomorrow. I have no idea. Slee's got some new favorite teams. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You did interrupt me a lot in that a one. Lot. <laughs> that's a like, lot. Uh, that's next level. Yes, I have multiple taco men. Sliwa. I have multiple, multiple guys along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I wish that... You know, sometimes on PTI, they'll kind of roll the tape that during breaks when Will Vaughn and, and, and Kornheisel will have conversations about whatever, and they kind of use them as Which little, is a really good idea. Yeah, little interstitials that they'll mm-hmm. come back and they'll kind of break it up. I really wish we had been rolling on our break conversation there because Taylor and Emily, you asked a question about why Kanye wasn't coming to uh, Coachella, and Taylor said for Kanye reasons. And then you guys started talking about there's beef with Travis Scott and Travis Billie Scott. Eilish. and Yep. I've never in my life been less interested in three people's conversation than the one you guys just had. Thank you. We it uh, was we appreciate that. Love your company too, Travis. It, it, it was it was literally like you guys were making up people. I didn't I didn't I, I know who Kanye is, but like just the whole my questions weren't even that good. Like I was and, I think I was confused and I trying to trying to hang out with the cool kids, and I, I, even, I don't think my questions were good. So you walked over to the tree in high school where the guys in the leather jackets smoking cigarettes were, and you tried to, you tried to have that conversation with them, and they're like, dude, you're, you're not about this. They were talking about their transmissions, and you wanted to come in and talk about baseball cards. I wouldn't even know how to smoke hey, the fellow cigarette young folk. if I came, uh, came in there. How many cigarettes have you smoked in your life? Um, I've not smoked, I've smoked cigars. I've never smoked a cigarette before. Not one single not cigarette. One. Nope. Emily, have you smoked cigarettes at any point no, in your life? No, the D.A.R.E. program really worked on me. Not no one? No cigarettes. No cigarettes, I, only uh, other, other things. Not I, one I've single never, cigarette. No, I mean, it's only just not a thing in my age group. Like, I don't, well, I mean, I don't really know anybody that smokes cigarettes anymore. Taylor, did you ever sneak behind the save-on and have a cigarette with your buddy? Sure, I probably smoked a, I don't know, a carton total. Yeah, I mean, I haven't smoked a. I've, I've smoked four or five, and I'm shocked. You guys are really good kids. And hey, Emily no, but, and but, Alan were rule followers. I'm super impressed. I was a very busy child. 
cigarettes, and that's the same. That has a lot to do with it. Did your friends smoke cigarettes or did they not? If they didn't, you probably didn't smoke cigarettes. None of my buddies did. Now I have some family members that did, but N- I never smoked cigarettes. None of my friends cigarettes. did, but it's still, you're at a party in high school and there's cigarettes. You're going to probably try one, I'm right? I'm also lame. I didn't, drink I, in high, I didn't drink in high school. I was, I was, a, I was a rule follower. I, I had no so. friends. I was, I was not that cool, guys. Sorry. I would want to hang out with Taylor. He'd have the cigarettes. Yep, he, he's much cooler than me. Were you a Marlboro Reds guy, Camel non-filter? Taylor, what are we talking about? I didn't buy them. Like you were talking about, if people had them at parties, I would just, you know, smoke maybe them. Maybe I smoked something else. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe, I don't want that. something else. I, you got something over here? Let's go in that room instead of this room. All right, Sleet, you, uh, you, me, I think most of the people that are listening to this radio station, Laker mm-hmm. people. Laker season was a dud. How many packs of cigarettes did you smoke yesterday? Not nearly enough to get rid of this thing that's going on in my throat right now. I literally... If it might cough drop, and I'm trying to muscle through this at the okay. same point, I'll put the ashtray aside. I got you. I Go got ahead. You. you do it. Okay, so we were, what were you saying? So from a Laker fan perspective. It's a dud. But you got you, two months of basketball left. You got two months of basketball. By the way, I'm not opposed to this. I think there's probably a lot of Laker fans out there, too, that's like, hey, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch every single game. Do you really care about Toronto and Philly? But part of you wants I to care watch about some James good... Harden losing. <laughs> and and that might be your angle right there is just watching other teams. I've been known to hate watch basketball. <laughs> I know you have. All right, all of a sudden. Uh, but this is where you and I are going to be disconnected on because you want to see KD. No, you want to see Kyrie lose for Brooklyn. Yes. I want to see the Celtics lose. So I'll be ruined for Brooklyn against the I don't want the uh, Celtics the to win the Celtics. title, but I would like to see Kyrie lose in the first round. That would make me very happy. I think I have I think I have a couple teams I could throw out there that Laker fans um, might agree with. That, that The first round in the Western Conference, if you look at all the squads that are running in the first round, and we'll see what happens tonight with the Clippers and the Pelicans, you still see who ends up playing the Suns. Isn't Memphis an easy team to say, yeah, I'll just root for the Memphis Grizzlies? A young team... Nobody really – we don't have any history with the Memphis Grizzlies. There's nothing like, oh, well, remember that year that Memphis and the Lakers, we had to get through that. There's literally no history between the two squads. Uh, nobody expected them to play as good. I'm kind of quietly rooting for the Memphis Grizzlies in the West. I, I get it. I understand the logic of it all. my team. But the, the problem is, I don't really care if they win I or know. not. I you know, know and, and that's why I have a hard time with the whole concept of it all, this idea of, well, my team's out, let me pick another team. To watch. I, I just – it doesn't – it doesn't hit me like that. When the Rams get eliminated from the playoffs, I'm still going to watch football, but I don't really care who wins. When the Dodgers get knocked out of the NLCS last year, it's not like I had to pick the Braves or the Astros. I mean, that was an easy one because the Astros will never pick them. But the point being, yes, you make a very compelling case for Memphis, but I don't really care if they win or not. Mm-hmm. Like if, if they went out there and swept, it'd be like, yeah, okay. If they went out there and got swept, it's like I don't feel it in any meaningful way. The only person in this entire field that I would like to see have success is Giannis. I just they're, they're, they're so Giannis, why, why is that? I don't why know. is that? I don't even. I can't even give you a good reason. I just because you like didn't say Giannis. Steph. You didn't say. I Steph, like Steph right? and Cle- they've already got it. They, you know they're they're and so does Giannis, I guess. But I don't know. I just I love watching Giannis play. I like watching Steph and Clay too. But Giannis is the one guy that I guess if he got knocked out early, I would care. If he won yep. it again, I'd like to see it. The rest of them are they're strangers. They're not. They're they're. I don't. I don't have any feelings about him. All right, so the series of Dallas and Utah we were talking about, Luka's going to be out for game one. He probably is going to miss game two as well. 
Uh, what was the other That's game? That's a killer, by the way, because that is somebody you could you flip know, you on and funny? get excited about. Can I, can I tell you something? This was tonight you got the playing tournament, and Cleveland's going to play Atlanta. Yeah, you and I don't care about either team. No, I'll I'll tune in to watch Trey Young. I will. Like Trey Young yeah, is fun. an exciting enough he's player fun. to where I'll tune in and just see what the game looks like. But Luca is on the opposite side of that, where I'll watch a full game just because it's Luca, right? Like as good as Trey Young is, as good as some of these stars are, I really would. I'd watch a full game if it's uh, if it's Luca. Go to Luca for a sec. So, what did Mark Cuban say? Shoot, this was probably. I don't know, a year or so ago. He's, I'm more likely to, to get rid of my wife than I am to get rid of Luca. So it was something like that, right? There, He made a joke about that Luca was going to go nowhere because he was number one in his life. Mm-hmm. Is there any scenario that exists? And I'm not talking about next season or anything like that. Okay. But where Luca has uh, – because he's the next big thing in this league. Steph and KD and these guys are – you know, they're – John Morant, Luca. There's a few guys that are in this list. Yep. If you could pick any of those guys and drop them on the Lakers, it's got to be Luca, right? Like Luca's the guy because a, it feels like his game is going to age really well because Mm -hmm. it's not based on a ton of crazy athleticism. It's based on skill. It's based on just knowing how to play basketball, knowing his size and everything else. He's the guy that I think if you had to just literally move heaven and earth to get do whatever it is to do. He's the guy you go and get. He's superstar. It, it, it's very Everything simple. Everything about him. He's superstar. Is he number and, one? And so between Ja Morant, Luca, If you could snap your fingers and take anybody in the league and put him on the Lakers today, who would you take? It's got to be him. There's Jokic. There's Embiid. Yeah. There's good guys, good players. But they ain't that. Let me tell you why Luca. he's doing – he's making noise with Dallas. They don't have anybody. They really don't. They have their their second best player is probably Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay, that's probably their second best player. So he's not only superstar; he would attract other superstars. And the Lakers, obviously, if all of a sudden you got Luca playing with another top ten player in the NBA, which he's played nowhere near anything of that in his young career. Yeah, Luca's that's Who's real the best deal. teammate he's ever had. I'm t- I mean, Porzingis, and they couldn't get rid of him fast enough. Right, those and apparently yeah, they didn't get along Zingas. very well. They 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 didn't fit together. But I again never say never because all of a sudden very big names do, do move. But my goodness, that would hey, be do, do you remember during the season, um, Lakers lost to the Mavs and Luca didn't play. Right, and you kept saying Jalen Brunson. Like I've oh, never right. heard. I've never heard you use Jalen Brunson's name so much, and you kept making every point. You lost a freaking Jalen Brunson. I'm they like, did. All right. They did. Yeah, Jalen Brunson yeah, was uh, the guy that was dominating him along the way. That's just that's just like a genie, Rob, Ramby, uh, whoever whoever's in charge of these decisions. Let's go get Luca. Let's make it happen. Let's that's get it. it done. Yeah, that's that's all we're asking for. It's Nothing not more that than big that. of a deal, right? I mean, by the way, he Jerry might be one of, he, found might, a way. he might be one of those players. Never leaves the Mavs. He might be one of those players. You know, Mark Cuban's smart enough and understands it and will find a way to compete, all that. He might be one of those guys that we're okay. sitting back and saying, I don't think Luca ever me, plays for another jersey. I think you're right. I think it's probably 98% what Because you Mark Cuban's associated. I, I, I agree. I think that's a huge – but what if they don't get close? What if they're first round out, second round out, first round out, second round out? What if it – Different story another, then. Another four or five years goes by, and now – because in four years – Luca would be 27, something like that. Yeah, I mean, he'd he's still 21, be a, 22. A yep. very young guy. 
And he said, look, I've given you guys eight years to get this together. You can't get it together. I'm going somewhere else. By the way, I've said this to you before. I like when star players do that. I like when when Anthony Davis put the Pelicans on the clock. Like, guys, either something's going to happen or I'm going to find my way out of here. I think it's completely fair when players do that. And not it's not like all the time it ends up being advantage to the Lakers. But, uh, yeah, if Luka made any noise of I'm not happy here, how many teams are there in the NBA? There'll be 48, there'll be 16 franchises that don't exist that are going to be talking about how can we get Luka. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll turn fast. It'll turn very, very fast. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, Trav, I'm going to help you out here. I I don't know if you all of a sudden just started smoking cigars last night and spent a couple of days getting through. Weren't you asking the first question of cigarettes? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I don't sound my best. What happened, Travis? You got excited in the open. We we were talking about cigarettes a second ago, and I think I'd just go on flashback here. Were you ever a smoker at any point in your life? Uh, Not cigarettes. No, have you ever smoked cigarette? Like, have you ever a- smoked weed? Yes, <laughs> but you've the had equivalent. A, you've had a cigarette. Right? Oh, I've had a cigarette. Yeah, I. I yeah. you know, I tried it. It never stuck. So both Emily and Slee have never even tried it. Never they, even they, tried it. Well, <laughs> don't tr- don't try it. Dare, well, not dare now. scared me. Not now, but I mean, you think it's sixteen years old? You're at a party. Somebody's got a pack of cigarettes. You go to parties. So, uh, by the way, Momo's here also now because this is a super segment with uh, Travis. How many cigarettes in your life, Ramona? Yeah, Momo, you you smoking? (laughs) No, I uh, tried it once and I choked and I was terrible. But you tried it. That's my point. Yeah, I tried it. Everybody tries it. Oh, you sound terrible. Yeah, you sound terrible. I sound sound fine. I'll tell you where it happened. (laughs) I'll tell you where it happened. I was listening to you like an hour and a half ago. You didn't sound this No, you know what happened, Travis? You did this. You went, yeah. Yeah. It was a long it, you extended it a little too far. Slee was Slee was giving me a hard time, so I tried to extend it a little bit and it, it didn't go my way. Did you ever hear Slee was growl? Say that again, yeah. did, did you ever hear Slee was growl? No, I know I don't think I ever have. Ah, ah. That's your growl? That's that sounds like you're the dentist. <laughs> I don't know where this came from. Ah. That's terrible. That's, like the growl is yeah, supposed to be it. like, let's go. Ah, yeah, ah, ready to rock. That was it. It was like. Uh, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I don't it's know. It's yap. Was. It's yip. Oh, man. Yip. Yip, yip, yip is yip, far yip, too aggressive. Whenever I, yip, whenever yip, I make yip, any crack uh, now, it's yip, 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 yip. I'm a lap dog. <laughs> no, you're a little bit. I'd say you're more like a uh, terrier, co- cocker spaniel. Yeah, yeah. There you <laughs> I go. think I think you know, not yip, small, yip, not yip, huge, yip, just yip, kind yip. of in the middle. Okay, Ramon, I got a question. Yeah. Did you know this? Did you know that? I'm not saying we didn't know that players are still being tested, but PG out health and safety protocols. 
did I, I? I don't know if I just assumed, and not that the NBA is not testing anymore, but has well, he's this symptomatic. been? Go- he like if you have symptoms, they test you. Oh, so he yeah, has symptoms. Yeah, he wasn't feeling well. You got know? it. So they flew home on the plane plane. They got back at four in the morning from Minnesota the other day, and you know nobody was feeling good because they got home at four in the morning after losing in Minnesota. But he wasn't feeling well on Thursday, so they tested him, and this is what happened. Oh man! But you know what's actually with the the thing that I'm wondering, and I'm not I'm not clear on this either. Mm-hmm. I think the protocols say they don't necessarily need to test the whole team. Unless people start experiencing symptoms. So they only test when there are symptoms. I, unless you are not considered fully vaccinated. Okay. Got it. So I everybody that's what that they was were on doing. that plane isn't getting tested. It's just that Paul George was right. feeling That's what I think. I'm not test. 100% on that, so don't quote me yet. But I think that's how the new protocols read, which to me is a little, I don't know, you're on a plane home from Minneapolis without masks on. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's symptomatic. It's kind of well, and th- probably going to be there, the, but, you know. I think that's what Travis. Isn't that what we were saying? The NFL and NHL yeah. was more along those lines. They was, were they were they stopped testing unless you were symptomatic, yeah. and then they would mm-hmm. figure it out, and then they would remove you if they needed to be removed. But they weren't just testing proactively. Right. They, they were waiting to see if somebody popped up. Now, am I just stupid? I thought this is the first player that's tested positive in a really long no, time. Um, I think what? Bam Adebayo from Miami. Oh, Bam also. Okay, he's in the health and safety protocols. But I thought we were kind of. Done with this. I know, that's, I thought, just that's why it just kind of threw me off. I just like that one day we decided we were done with it. Just like, yeah, you know what? Uh, we're good. I mean, Momo, you wear a mask be- all the time because yeah, you're yeah, pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, well, that's I got to be careful. Yeah, I mean, sure. But sorry. also, like, there's a lot of people who are still being, you know, careful. I just think the look, the cases are rising again. I mean, you know, they got the got the Omicron one and the two and the three and the you know, there's so many Omicrons and the subvariants and the la 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 la. And I, it's like, <laughs> you know, I haven't heard of that one. What is the what is the la 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 variant? You know, you know, you know. Does it make you sing? Yeah, a little la la la, you know. <laughs> Try that on your voice, that'll work. Yeah, um, but I, I think it's like, yeah. I think, you know, we would all love for it to just be totally over. Right. You know, and, it, you know, and a lot of things are better. I think better is better than, I think it's more of where we are. Oh, sure. Things are better. You know, watching. Rather than over. <laughs> watching going to some of these games, the the way it was three months ago to where it was. Yep. Ramon, you went to these last couple of Laker yep. games or whatever the case is. I kind of there was a time where it's like I don't think anybody has a mask on, right? Like you went from yep. every single person had it on, and then it was hey, this is going to become optional. Yeah, but people were still wearing masks. It. Are like social norming. Like when you see people wearing masks, you put them on. When you see people with no mask on, you take them off. Like right. I, I don't see anybody. Like for example, you're yeah. the first person I saw today with a mask. Yeah, that uh, that. But you also know that I do that, right? Because I'm. Very pregnant. Oh now. yeah, no, no, right. I totally, so it's not like I t- so I shocking. Like, oh, why is that no, chick your, wearing a mask? It's your like, scenario. Like, oh. No, it's your yeah. situation. Yeah. But like, but I think it's um, yeah, it's it's social norming. So like, I would go to games and I had a mask on, and I was like one of the only people. But some of the reporters still wear masks. I think some of them do, and I I still saw a few people. Um, but I would find myself in conversations with people who were unmasked. I would find myself like taking my mask off. That's exactly so I what I did. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. when I would go to a Rams game, when we were yeah. masked up and went to a Rams game, yeah. I'd keep my mask on the whole time until somebody <laughs> recognized me. Then I'd take my mask off. Hey, how are you doing? It's like the exact time you shouldn't have your mask on. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. What's I mean, I'm totally standing to right next to somebody, but I can't hear them. Two inches away from them saying, yeah. hey, it's nice to meet you. Oh, hey, let me take yeah. my mask yeah. off. How you doing, man? <laughs> are you guys back to handshaking or still fist pump? 
I'm I'll shake hands. I don't shake hands. I shake hands. I hug. I kiss. Yeah, yeah, when we were out at Clearman's, I shook more hands that day That's and put right. my arm Boy, around more true. people than I had in, in quite some <laughs> that time. That is true. It was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Mace, did you go to the Dodger game last night by chance? No, did not go to opening night. Uh, going on Monday. Okay. For uh, Will Smith bobblehead night, but not didn't go tonight. And that's Kershaw's second game, too. But, uh, no, last night, I thought, I, I think Spectrum did just a fantastic they job. They did. Of capturing what opening night is about. They I mean, really did. And the Jaime Hareen tribute was, oh, fa- was fantastic. Yeah. Everything about it was, was terrific. But I wanted to get your thoughts on this. And Ramona, yours, too. Yeah. Because I was telling Slee this earlier. I was, I was watching, when, when to, to your point, Mace, the, the pregame festivities are going on, yep. and they're they're reading off the players' names. And, you know, batting second, number five, playing first base, Freddie Freeman. He comes out, I'm like, man, Freddie Freeman's a Dodger. That's just surreal yeah. to me. And I couldn't I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. And then the game starts, and then it gets a hit, and then the game goes on. The Reds end up tying it up, three three, going the eighth inning, and here comes Freddie Freeman to lead off the inning, and it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks that every time the Dodgers would play the Braves. It would seem like that dude would come up at a moment where you really didn't want him to, because yeah. yeah. you knew he's going to bust one, you knew he's going to give you a, just a unbelievable at bat, and that that was the guy coming up for the Dodgers. I just it hit me that moment, like, how in the world is he here? How did how did this happen? How did the Braves ever let a player this good, this reliable, this homegrown walk out of their own place? It just it defi- I'm thrilled he's here. But I just don't know how it happened. It's such a terrible decision by Atlanta. We get to reap all the benefits, but it just hit me like it just happened yesterday, even though we've been it's been done for a month or so. Well, you know what's weird? After last season, there was so much conversation about all the free agents that were out there. And one of them was Freddie Freeman, and everybody just went on the assumption, well, Freddie's going back to Atlanta. Right. Freddie's going to re-sign with the Braves. Freddie is the cornerstone of the franchise. He's the iconic figure on this team that just won a World Series. And then to not keep him, I... I tell you, they will they will regret this move for a really long time. I just think they overthought it. I think sometimes in baseball, especially when you have really numbers-oriented people, they, they sort of behave like actuaries. Yeah. You know, like these insurance people who, like, try to figure out when you're going to die. And it's really <laughs> – it's a really meeting. Yeah. I mean, it's like literally, okay, well, how uh, – have you ever gone for life insurance? Uh, you, ever, you ever signed yeah. up for that? Yes. And they're like, okay, well, you are you need to lose 27 pounds in order I to wish. be considered this level. So you're going to have to pay an extra $2,000 here because you – you know. But if you lose 14 pounds, then you can pay an extra $1,000 instead, right? I mean, it's like – it's very numbers-oriented and very callous. Yep. Very impersonal. And I, like, I mean, it's, so can I, I so here's I I did what you're talking about, yeah. Ramona. Oh man, just, just a few months ago, right? Brutal, I, right? I was I turned a, a I've a, never a, seen a, this a guy number. eat so much fruit and yogurt <laughs> in his so life. Getting ready for the uh, examination. That's exactly what it was. So for about a month out, yep. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna lose some weight. I'm gonna exercise. I'm gonna eat better. And because the only number, like, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have high cholesterol. I don't have any of that. But my weight is too high, right? Yeah. So I need to get my weight down below a certain number for all the reasons that you said, Ramona, that at over this number, I'm paying a 20% yeah. tax, right? Yeah. So I, I very disciplined. I'm, I'm making, I'm doing my fruit and granola in the morning. I'm having very, very, uh, he's looking down on me anytime <laughs> I eat something that's over 300 calories. Well, well proportioned meals, yeah. right? I'm not overeating. I'm not eating late, I'm doing all the things you want. I get to the number, I get a couple of pounds underneath it. I'm ready to go. Go into the exam. They draw the blood. They do all these things. And then this the, the woman who was doing all the measurements, 
she gets out a damn tape measure. Oh, oh no. And, and and I'm like, whoa, 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 what, 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 are, we, what are we doing here? And she's like, <laughs> no, what waist size is one of the measurements for this. Oh. I'm like, nobody told me we're doing waist measurements here. This is, and I, I was so disappointed. I had done such a good job yep. to get to this number, and they broke out the tape they're, measure on they're me. On to and yes, like I'm you. paying the tax. I am paying the tax. You're paying the fat tax. Yes, it's terrible. Yeah. It's like, That's awful. It's it, it's really humbling. I mean, look, okay. So are we since we're all sharing all our all our business these days, <laughs> all right, we're just sharing everything. So and you, when you get to the third trimester of pregnancy, they make you do what's called a glucose test, right? Because mm-hmm. apparently it's very common when you are pregnant to develop gestational diabetes, okay? okay? So I did the first glucose test a couple weeks ago. Failed miserably. Okay. Miserably. Like, like, you know, there's like a range where you fail. They go, oh, you know, maybe take it again. You might do better. Maybe you were just tired that day. <laughs> right, right. This one was like, no, <laughs> don't even take the next <laughs> test. You just have to behave like you have it. Like, whether you have it or not, you failed so bad. Just... So does that change your eating? Now you can't eat yeah, look sweets? Yeah, look what I brought in here. Oh, yeah. I, a chicken and hummus box from... Oh, yeah. From Star... I am 31 weeks pregnant. I do not want to eat chicken and hummus right now. I want Baskin Robbins and donuts <laughs> and waffles. I and thought the is, whole point of being is, pregnant was... It's you get to eat whatever you want. Right. Yes. I am yeah. really upset. Do you have any weird cravings, Momo? I want you... all of it. I want everything. Now I want sugar even more. Is it sweets? Is it... Oh, it's bread. For me, it's always bread. It's bread. It's bread. I got to have the bread. 